Welcome back to Happily Babbling Ever After with me. Last week was my birthday. It is always nice to reflect back to the day my mom pushed me out of my cozy living room. Ah, what a nice ride that was. There's no better way to commemorate the nice ride than getting myself a dozen of birthday cards with words that had carefully crafted, printed in fancy fonts that had been wisely picked out, and funny pictures looking donkey that I don't own. I mean, I'm not one of those that go big or go home on birthday and go crazy, but I definitely go big on birthday card. The physical cards, you guys. The thing you can physically open, touch, and get a paper cut from. Remember those? I know what you guys are thinking. You're wondering who do it first? When did people start doing it? What motivate them to do such things? Where did they do it at? If you haven't listened to my previous podcast on Ancient Card, aka the history of cards, you should. That would certainly line up your minds. And for those who have listened to my previous podcast, you know that while historians was able to nail down the history of New Year cards, Valentine's card, and Christmas card, they wasn't able to nail down the history of birthday card. Sadly, we will never know. It could be the average Joe. It could be someone famous like the Pope that started the trend. Who knows? But we know someone must started it and it caught on. We do know that people start doing it wildly after the 1800 when the postal service was introduced. Humans were taking back pigeon job because the pigeons were so slow. Seven days for delivering a package and to the wrong address? We can do better. Plus, the pigeon refused to do two-hour prime delivery. How dare the pigeon to say no to human requests? Also, we know it's got to be after the 1800s because before that, birthday cards were handmade. It was time-consuming and super elaborated. Also, before that, people was relied on hand-printing Press. Can you believe that? My hand are like jewelry. They are only for show. They are like the finest accessories to this very fine body of mine. Plus, if you think about it, everyone back then was having like gazillion kids. Their hands are tied. Their brain are foggy at best. They probably don't even remember their kid's name, their kid's date of birth, let alone sitting down and make their kid a card. Um, which one I'm making a card for again? How old is this one? Oh, forget about it. I'll blame it on the pigeon. So, one machine printing press can pump out card faster than people having baby back in the day and were cheaper than people's mail. People was like, oh yeah, we should send our kids a birthday card. After all, we wasn't going to give him anything. Repeat last year's and the years before traditions of giving him absolutely nothing for his birthday. 
What motivate people to send a card? Maybe from a guilty conscience come the motivation for people to send a birthday card. Hi, son. It has been three hundred seventy-five days since the last time I sent you a correspondence. Coincidentally, it's your birthday again. What of the odd? I did promise to be better at sending you letters. It was my New Year resolutions, but somehow it slipped out my mind. But no worry, though. It is on my New Year resolution next year's again, and I will try to be better at it next year's. P.S. Happy birthday. Or maybe just to prove that beating all odds of the family genes pool, they haven't got Alzheimer's yet. Hi, son. I haven't got Alzheimer's yet. How do I know that? You may ask. Because I still remember your birthday. Your old man still got it. Hey, 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 hey! Don't brag now. Make sure you tell him how much he mean to you. That you think about him every day and all that jazz too, okay? Son, your mom wants me to say that I think about you every day. I guess he's the one with Alzheimer's then. Hey, hey, hey! Make sure you tell him how much we miss him and we would love to see him soon. He should come home for a visit. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Now your mom is delusional. Anyway, son, sending this card to you to show you that I can still walk, no broken hip whatsoever. Most importantly, your old man still got it. Remember that, son. Or maybe just simply to prove the point to someone. Dear pop. You said I should stop drinking because I would forget things and my life would be miserable. You said stop the booze and things will be better. Well, huh? You are wrong, Pop. I'm drunk as heck right now, but guess what? I still remember it's your birthday today. So, I'm sending you this card as a reminder that. I'm still very functional after I'm drunk. In your face, pop, dear angry drunken man. Your pop died five years ago. Where did people first do it at? I'm okay with most places, any place really. I'm just hoping it is not the comfort of their toilet that trigger them sending a birthday card. Oh, I dropped the card into the toilet. Never mind. It added a new dimensions of sensory experience. I hope Joe will like it. Fast forward to today, when the norm for birthday cards seem to be long messages on social medias with weird emojis. What is this? A contest for how many emoji can one insert in a message? Oh, look at these emoji! I bet you feel like a circus monkeys on your birthday. Let's bust that bubble that a long message on social media with bunch of emoji is a true match for the joy of opening a physical card. 
Opening a physical card gives you a smile, something that the online message can't deliver. Ah, it's Karen sending me a birthday wish on Facebook again. Look, using the wrong kind of emoji again. How many smiley faces can Karen do? It is so ironic because Karen never once crack a smile in person. What's up with that? And somewhere out there, Karen listened to this podcast and goes, "In my defense, I outsourced smiling to Facebook five years ago." I strongly recommend it. It's really helped to cut down the Botox treatment I need to fix those laugh lines. I mean, I get it. People who send birthday message on Facebook or text or whatever, they do it to alleviate the guilt from their conscience, hoping that they can sleep better at night. Dear diary, today has been amazing. I have done a decent job of remember my wife's birthday and drop her a Facebook happy birthday thingy message. Thank goodness for Facebook notification. Otherwise, I would totally missed it. I died sleeping on the couch tonight. It was so close. But a physical card go a long way because it shows that you have spent the time and the effort to actually get off your butt, go to Walmart, thinking to yourselves as you browse through the card sections on ILF twenty one. Would Margaret like this? Oh, this one is so Margaret. If you're sending a happy birthday message on the phone via Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, text, or whatnot, rest assured that Margaret is simply treat that as you had forgotten about her birthday until social media big brother reminded you about it. Hey, this ain't cool, man. It's Margaret's birthday for a change. Write something, anything. Show her you care. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! Facebook, Big Brother, I got the message. Also, if you think about it, how is Margaret gonna be able to keep things as treasure tucked away in her secret drawer and make a voodoo doll of you later if all she ever got from you was your lousy e card? I mean, she's not gonna print the Facebook message you graffiti on her wall and cut down some trees. She wants you to commit that crime and play the role of innocent bystander. Oh, you cut down five trees for me on my birthday? That is so thoughtful. You shouldn't have. If you listen to this and go. Geez, I just love e-card. I haven't bought physical greeting cards for the longest. But again, I'm a millennial, so I'm a little bit biased because millennial is known for rejecting 
e-card. As millennials, we love the feeling of opening a card. If you don't believe me, why card on Etsy a super expensive van? It's because millennials are buying it. We love a trip to Walmart and wandering around the card sections. Let's see what they have here. Let's see if someone in the universe also share my feelings about Margaret. Birthday card reflect people desire for more private communications via someone else's word. When someone out there can read our inner thought, anticipate our need, and came up with something that rings so true to our heart, we are more than ready to fork out a dollars or two for such remarkable service. Can you tell me what I'm thinking right now? Forget therapists and psychic reading. We should all go to Hallmarks. They know us better. Store also understand the importance of uniqueness. You know, my feeling toward Margaret is super duper unique. So stores are happy to put on a pony shows for buy like you and me. Birthday card comes at a single product and Walmart only stock each birthday card design in quantity of three. I know it's an illusion, but I'm still fall for it. Why I know it's an illusion? Because I came back the next day after buying a card for myself and checked to see if someone shared my same interest of the birthday card design. And it was already restocked as five. I would never know. It would always be a mystery. Dear same design birthday card buyer, we have never met. You may not exist, but I was here and I bought the same birthday card design yesterday. Maybe we can see each other here same time next year and giggle when we learn that we share more than just a common love in birthday card design. Maybe you have changed your taste in birthday card by next year's. Till then, enjoy your birthday card. Once in a while, you see a box of generic happy birthday card. You know the kind that come with 20 card in a box? It's a rare occasion, but I love how greeting card companies really get it. And not just delusional as social media companies. Because in a generic greeting card box, greeting card companies limit the card to 20 or 25 piece. Because let's face it, they know you are lucky enough to have 20 friends to send card to. Oh, this will last her five years. She only has like four friends. What about the thousand friends that she had on Facegram and follow on Instabook? Oh, please, like you send any of those people a card. I mean, you don't see birthday cards so at Costco because nobody want to be that guy who send their friends the same birthday card years after years saying, Smile while you still have teeth. People want to see beautiful, funny, 
unique card that say more than word that they have in their vocabulary to say themselves. People that have absolute no poetic veins in themselves look at a beautiful poetic birthday card and goes, If I have the skills and the ability, this is something I would so write. I want this card. So sometimes when you get a card from so-and-so, it shock you to your core. I didn't know Johnny was this thoughtful. He is such a dreamy boyfriend. Johnny, I would never have thought you felt this way about me. Yes, yes, yes. This heartfelt message that some writers sell to Hallmark is exactly how I feel about you. It's like he can read my mind. So now the lady have two choices. Stay with Johnny or go find herself her true love. The gal who sell her word for hallmarks. Which is funny because in college, you copy someone's word and say it yours. Your professor make you feel really, really bad about it. They even come up with a name to torment you. Crazerism, they called it. But now, you're doing it in daylight at JCPenney, and it's okay. Johnny, first you commit praiserism by representing someone's word as your own. Second, you pay for it. So, you committed several crimes. Praiserism and word prostitution. It's okay, though. It's okay. It's okay. Penny, give me 90-day return policy on these things. After all, We've turned to card because we know someone out there feel the same way we feel about Margaret and can express it more eloquently, funnier, much better than us. We trick ourselves that this is one of a kind card and sending a printed card is not at all static or impersonal because the card came in. On his own packages. Imagine how awkward it must be if Joe's got the same card from two different persons. Karen, you should meet my friend Paul. You guys are mad. You guys sent me the same card. You have the same taste. You can thank Hallmark that brought you guys together. But also me. Because I was born. Some people give you a card and not writing anything. Because they said the card have said everything they need to say to you. But just much better. So there's no need to script or anything else. You just get the autobiography and that's it. One thing I noticed the birthday market lack is birthday card for yourselves. There's so many birthday cards for your grand, for your papa, for your dad, for your mama, even for your sister, brother, son, daughter. But there's no birthday card for people who just want to send birthday card for themselves? What's up with that? How about a little self-love? I'm out of time for today. Thank you for tuning in. Until next week, happily babbling ever after. Mm-hmm.